The Owls battled hard this past weekend to go combine two and two in the doubleheaders at the Convo. We'll recap those games and see what the road ahead looks like coming up on this episode of Inside the Nest. Welcome back to ITN with a little different crew than normal. Brandon Johnson, Spencer Rogers, and myself, Bryce Weir. Guys, a really good weekend of basketball at the Convocation Center. Spencer, we'll start with you. Two big wins for the men's side. Playing in those games in front of a packed combo, man. What was it like? Um, It was great. It was great to be a part of. Um, You saw we had a great turnout. The students came out. They made noise. And, you know, the fans, they always give us energy. And uh, we're just glad to be able to put two good wins together for him and continue to uh, run that run. An 84 to 57 win for the Owls versus Austin P on Thursday. The women, unfortunately just fell short versus North Alabama, a 66 to 69 loss. And then on Saturday, the men's took an 85 to 72 victory over Lipscomb staffing a 12 game losing streak versus the Bison, which was a much needed win and the women's just fell short just once again to Central Arkansas. Another close game, this time a four-point loss, 59-55. to Guys, want to take a look at one key stat from both the women's games and the men's games. What do y'all got? We'll start with uh, Coach Jay over there. Okay, well, for the, uh, the men's game this weekend, both games, they shot, they shot really good from the free throw line, um, above 70%, which is great. You know, for the year, you know, shooting just below, you know, 60, 69% for the year from the free throw line. But with that game, uh, the guys shot, I think, uh, let's say you go to the Lipscomb game and they shot 73% from the free throw line, uh, total 15 out of 20, which was really great. And then against Austin P, they were 72% making 13 out of out of 20 for the game so it was um i'm sorry a total of 26 out of 36 and for that first game 22 out of 30 so that was exceptional stat that i saw uh for the um for the men's now going over for the women you know a stat that really two stats that kick out to me is one is that they are rebounding the ball extremely well you know overall you know they're averaging about 38 rebounds a game which is pretty good unfortunately and, and that gives you possessions you know every time you can get the, the rebound you got you got possessions to to score opportunities to score but unfortunately they're not you know being able to convert you know on the other end and uh for their ability to shoot and score they're not shooting exceptionally well from field goal percentage at 39% as well as from the three point three-point line at 29%. But I think those shots will eventually fall. Um, if they can just keep up the rebounds, that's going to give more possessions. But we know that as shooters, and Spence, you can you know, you know can attest to this, shooters and scorers, you just got to continue to look to score and you got to continue to shoot until it falls in. Isn't that right, Spence? Exactly, that's right. And um, I'm going to go ahead and carry on. Uh, for the men's side, the key stat I had was Thursday night, uh, the men, we had 50, 50 total rebounds. Um, when you get 50 total rebounds, it just shows that you're being the, the more physical and more aggressive team. And uh, how you do that, you just got to be first to the floor. You got to put your body on the line and you got to control the glass. And we did that Thursday. Um, and for the women's side, I want to highlight uh, Josh Whitfield. Uh, like you said earlier, Coach, 
Uh, tough shooter night. But as a shooter, what else do you do other than shoot? And she did it all that night um, against North Alabama. She had six boards, five assists, four steals in the block. And she just completely filled the stat sheet that night. Again, the Owls combined went two and two this weekend. The women just came up short in both of their games. The men were able to continue and improve their winning streak to seven. For the women's game, I'm going to start. I want to take a look at two players, uh, one on the women's and one on the men's. Amani Johnson has been relatively a little bit quiet than her normal self at the start of ace on play. But this weekend, she really got going, dropping 17 points, shooting 7 of 17 versus Central Arkansas on Saturday and then dropping 17 versus University of North Alabama, shooting 6 of 19 from the field on Thursday night. So Amani Johnson really starting to pick up. And if Amani Johnson gets hot down the stretch going into the final couple games of A-Sun play, the A-Sun better watch out because this is going to be a big threat. And Amani Johnson is not going anywhere and going to push this Owls team towards success. On the men's side of things, I want to talk about two guys. I want to talk about Brandon Stroud and Demond Robinson. And they're both dropping double doubles versus Austin P on uh, excuse me on Thursday. Brandon Shroud with 13 points, 11 rebounds, shooting four of eight from the field. Demond Robinson 15 points, 10 rebounds, six of 12 from the field. So both of those guys getting it done for Kennesaw State, doing a really nice job of combining and just figuring out a way to make things work. And Spence, whenever you see a guy or two guys like this during a game that are just kind of both going up, getting those rebounds and fighting. And with everything they have, what does it do to the team? I mean, you mentioned 50 rebounds. Whenever you have that much success, where does it go uh, throughout the – like, how does it spread through the team? Um, It just shows that if one person gives energy, energy is contagious. So when Brandon and when DeMond are on the glass, it makes the next guy want to go to the glass. And it's just, it's just contagious. So that's how you end up getting 50 boards like that. It just – the energy just spreads. Coach Johnson, from a coaching perspective, having two guys dropping double-doubles like this – how much easier does it make it on a coach to just say, go do your thing? I mean, from a coaching perspective, you know, anytime a guy can go out and get a double-double, that's just, that's huge. And um, it shows you their, their versatility um, as well as their tenacity, you know, just to go at it. Um, but with these owls, just talking about the men's basketball, you know, you've got several guys in that team, you know, they're playing eight, nine deep, you know, you, you come off the bench sometimes a cold, cold rule at 10, but on any given night, you got guys that can six guys that can average double figures on any given night. And um, of those six guys, we're seeing at least three or four guys too, that can get in there and get some good rebounds too. So you just got uh well-balanced um, an offensive attack as well as uh, defensive uh, pressure and rebounding. Up next on ITN, we'll take a look around the A-Sun and come back with some bold predictions from the guys. All coming up next on Inside the Nest. With Fifth Third Momentum Banking, we're making banking a fifth third better. Cappuccino for Dave? Yep. Oh, I overdrafted? Now this coffee is $43. That's steep, even for us. With Fifth Third Momentum Banking, we've got your back, which is why we give you extra time to avoid an overdraft. That's way better. This is banking, a Fifth Third better. Fifth Third Extra Time gives you longer. Anytime before midnight ET on the business day after your account is overdrawn to make a deposit that brings your available balance to at least $0. Visit 53.com for additional details. Fifth Third Bank NA, member FDIC. Hi, I'm Bethany Bruton here with Around the ASUN Men's Basketball Updates. 
We're gonna start off with Liberty. Liberty is currently number one in the men's conference and they played FGCU last Saturday. FGCU lost 57 to Liberty 74, and I found it interesting that both teams each had 10 turnovers. Liberty will play Austin Peavy on Thursday, February 2nd at 8 p.m., and FGCU will play Central Arkansas on February 2nd at 7 p.m. Let's talk Stetson and Queens. Stetson is currently 6-4 in the ASUN Conference, and Queens is 5-5. Five five. Queens, however, did carry away a win, 71 to Stetson 65. I found the rebounds stats pretty interesting considering it was the highest stat other than the points scored. Queens had 38 rebounds and Setson had 37. Both teams fought hard and Queens will play Lipscomb at 8 on February 2nd and Setson will play North Alabama at 7 on that same night. Let's talk Bellarmine and Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky is currently third in the ASUN. However, this was a close game. At the end of the first quarter, the score was 35 to Eastern Kentucky's 37. Bellarmine fought hard and there were 16 ties throughout the game with 12 lead changes. Ultimately, Eastern Kentucky carried away the win. Bellarmine will play Kennesaw State on February 2nd at 7.30 and Eastern Kentucky will play Jacksonville State at 7.30 on February 2nd as well. Alrighty guys, back here on ITN taking a look at some bold predictions for the upcoming week for both men's and women's basketball. Coach Johnson, we'll start with you. The men on the road versus Bellarmine and EKU doing their yearly Kentucky road trip. First, last year was a little bit flipped. Last year they played EKU first, then went to Bellarmine. This year they go to Bellarmine and then EKU. So bold predictions, Coach Jay, for the men. And then real quick, I'll mention the women head to Queens and Liberty. So a tough road trip for them looking to get it done. What is going to be your bold predictions for this week? My bold prediction is still to uh... – <laughs> Two victorious road wins. Um, you know, the Owl men have played Eastern Kentucky, so that's going to be a, a familiar foe. But going in and playing Bellarmine, that's going to be something different. But right now, you're looking at the Owls. Like I said, they are, what, second in the league in scoring. Um, Bellarmine is, is, is actually, you know, last in the league, basically, um, in scoring, but um, 13th. But here you go. The Owls are going to score. Because in their last 10 games, they've scored over 80, you know, 80 points. Seven out of 10 in the last 10 games, they have produced over 80 points. They can score. And the defense, we know the defense, as Coach uh, Amir Abdul-Rahim says, that's where they, um, you know, they tip their hat off to or they lay their hat. But the defense is, uh, is their identity. I'm still going to go with them locking down an opponent to up under 40% field goal for shooting, uh, field goal shooting for the game. And for the women, the women did, uh, like I said, an exceptional job of rebounding. What I like for them to do and, and what I see them having the opportunity of doing is really sharing the ball and getting more assists. With the women, you have, you know, different players that can truly score, you know, um, and different varieties, you know, from Armani Johnson to, to Carly Hooks to, to Whitfield to Wilby. I mean, even Stacey Jones. I mean, it goes on and on these women can score all over the court. Um, but I think twofold. One, the more they can share that ball, that ball moves around as and, and, and creates some energy. As coach says on the men's side, it's going to allow for them to get easy, good shots, and we'll see the assist go up. So one, again, I like to see the women really push up their assists um, with the versatility that they have on the offense. 
And then defensively, hey, you know, they're they're putting pressure up there. You know, right now they're averaging about seven steals a game. I'd like to see that come up some more. You know, I think they have the versatility and the athleticism to do that. So I think for these these road games, they'll come out, do some pressure, and I think they'll uh, be able to push up those or cause more turnovers and get more steals this game. Um, great points there. For the women's side, you know, coming off a tough week uh, where you dropped two nail biters, I'm sure they're motivated to get back in that W column. So I'm expecting Coach Blue to have these next couple of practices they're going to be a little more turned up, you know. They're going to they're going to get their edge back this week. So I think they're going to have an emphasis on putting together two complete forty minute team performances. So on the road, I think they're going to uh, I think going to get the job done and play as a team for the whole for the whole forty. I like what you said there, Spencer, about you know those two nail biters, and they're going to be they're going to be wanting to get back into that win column. I mean, those two losses. Those, that's definitely a chip that they have on their shoulder. And as a player, whenever you have two back-to-back games where it just doesn't go your way down the stretch, what do you do to get back? Um, What do you do? You just got to reflect. You got to see what you did, what you could improve on those last two games and emphasize it um, for the next upcoming games. Um, so that's how you do that. You just got to watch film. And Coach will, predict, will put together a good game plan for you and uh, – know the result will be in your favor the next time if you apply it again the men's team on the road this week versus bellerman on thursday and then eku on saturday the women take on queens on thursday and then liberty on saturday as the owls hit the road our next segment will be our favorite gas station orders while on road trips excited to see what the guys here have answers coming up for that next on inside the nest Wellstar Health System helps Kennesaw State Owls stay in the game, no matter what your health goals or concerns are. Find our convenient health centers on campus. Our providers will get to know your needs and help you stay feeling your best. When you go off campus, Wellstar is there for you too. With hospitals, urgent care centers, and medical offices nearby to keep you well. Visit wellstar.org to learn more. All 14 programs throughout the ASUN Conference Women's Basketball were on the court Saturday the 21st, which meant that, once again, the competition was fierce. Of the 14 programs, Austin P, Bellarmine, Eastern Kentucky, Kennesaw State, Liberty, Lipscomb, and Queens were able to pull off wins. The Austin P Governors, Lipscomb Bison, and FGCU Eagles are in a first-place tie with 6-1 and one standings. This happened after Liberty came from behind and beat the Eagles in overtime 88-78. to 78. This posed FGCU's first league loss. The Liberty Flames and the Kennesaw State Owls are both 5-2 in conference play, and the Eastern Kentucky Colonels trail close behind with 4-2 standings. There were a few top performances from last Saturday's competitions around the A-Sun. Bellarmine's Gracie Merkel showed off with a double-double as she was 13-16 of 16 for 29 points, 24 rebounds, and added an additional two blocks. Antoinette Walker at Eastern Kentucky also showed out with a double-double as she added 25 points, 11 rebounds, and 22 steals to her team stats. Another standout came from Austin P's Shamir who secured 22 points, 9 rebounds, and 2 steals. The conference will be back in action this Thursday, the 26th. Kennesaw State plays North Alabama. Jacksonville State takes on Central Arkansas. Stetson battles Bellarmine. Jacksonville goes head-to-head with North Florida. FGCU plays Eastern Kentucky. Lipscomb takes on Queens. And lastly, Austin P faces Liberty. That's it for this week's Around the A-Sun. This has been Katie Klein-Peter. I'll talk to you next week.
All righty, guys. Last week we did hot takes about road trips. This week, Owl's back on the road. Do some more road trip questions. Favorite gas station order. Team is stopping. You get one drink and one snack. What are you choosing? Spence, we'll start with you. All right. Uh, on the road, the guys, they all know me. They know my favorite snack is Takis. So every time I'm in a gas station, I got to get me some Takis. Uh, for the drink, got to go to Body Armor. Uh, you know, better than Gatorade, better than Powerade. It's just, a, just that step above. So Takis and Body Armor, that's my go-to. What flavor, uh, what flavor body armor are you going with? I've heard uh, a like bunch the, of different answers. I like the fruit. What is it? Fruit punch. Yeah, fruit punch. I think that's the go-to right there. That's the valid one. It's that's just, in my opinion, the best flavor. Coach Jay, what yeah. do you got for your gas station order? <laughs> for my gas station order, um, I'm gonna go with some uh, sunflower seeds. I always give me some sunflower seeds. Uh, are you a flavored like sunflower seeds guy? Uh, not a flavor. I like the regular Frito Lay, Frito Lay sunflower seeds. I just like to, uh, you know, chew and open up the shell and get the salt and, you know, just spit out the shell. But uh, I'll go with that. And um, usually I, uh, I always like a little chocolate. <laughs> so okay. I'll give you the, some M and M's, uh, either one plain or nuts, and um, maybe a Hershey bar with almonds. Okay, what about your drink? What's your go-to drink? Uh, my go-to drink is uh, some Hennessy with a little... No, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, my go-to drink is... Uh, I'll go with some uh, the lemonade, the uh, Lipton uh, green tea. Yeah, Lipton green tea. It's not lemonade, but Lipton green tea. Popular choice, I've heard of among coaches. Um, for me, I think I got to go drink Arnold Palmer. It's just so hard, just so hard to beat. And then... I mean, whenever I was younger, I used to go with the hot fries that they used to have in the bags. It's like the Cheeto hot fries. But now that I've gotten older, those those hurt my stomach a little bit. So I'm going to I think I'm just going to have to go with just some, either some pretzels or some cheese. One of the two. I know that says it's a very boring answer, but I think those that's just the easiest answer to, to go with. We're going to take one more break when we come back. It's the scoreboard round with Factor Fiction next on ITN. Alrighty, guys, the scoreboard round last week, I believe you two got stumped, if I'm not mistaken, by Nolan. Yep. So now that Nolan and Jordan are here, they put the reins on me, and I'm going to try and do the stumping. So for Fact or Fiction, if you're new and don't know how it works, I got two statements here. The guy's got to determine which one is fact and which one is fiction. So the first statement, McGraw-Hill published its first textbook and 1875. The second statement, the directors for the movie Despicable Me wrote their own language for the minions called Minionese. Which one is fact? Which one <laughs> is fiction? I'll jump in there first. Minionese? Minionese. I'll go with... Uh... McGraw-Hill, first textbook in 1875. As the fact or fiction? Fact. Okay. Spence? Um, I think I've seen, I've seen both Despicable Me movies. 
So I think I think they do have their own language. So I'm gonna say that's fact. I'm going with the Minionese. Alrighty, so we got a split here. Coach Jay with the McGraw Hill, Spencer Rogers with the Minionese. The correct answer is that the directors for the movie of Despicable Me wrote their own language for the Minions called Minionese. The McGraw Hill. When it's not. Hey, listen, it, it it just takes a second to finally get into it. McGraw Hill published their first textbook in 1910. Well, guys, another great episode of ITN. Looking forward to the road trip that both the men's and women have. Any final thoughts going into this week? I think it's going to be a good week for uh, both men's and women's. For the men, uh, again, they're, uh, they're the team right now. They're the team to, uh, you know, what they spot on their back and they just got to continue to go out and do what they do and just make things happen be themselves and with the women you know those two close games as you guys said uh they were nail biters uh they're gonna bounce back strong like i said they have they're still trying to put it together but all the uh the components are there and it's just a matter of uh matter of uh, a couple more games that they'll be able to bring it all together the Owls are on the road this week, as we've been mentioning, with the men taking on Bellarmine on Thursday and Eastern Kentucky on Saturday. The women hit the road, but go to North Carolina first to take on Queens on Thursday and then Liberty on Saturday. Be sure to catch the games on ESPN Plus and follow both teams on Twitter at KSU Owls MBB and at KSU Owls WBB. For Brandon Johnson and Spencer Rogers, I'm Bryce Gobert saying so long till next time on ITN and go Owls.